Okay, hello. Uh, this is Lenny D'Angelo. Uh, not to belabor uh, my self-indulgent conversation. My single-sided conversation. Oh, that's my... That's my skill set right there. Uh, but I was uh, talking... I, I want to I want to talk a little bit about where I've been uh, and where I'm going. Uh, you know, for my own benefit here. Uh, I was talking about teaching. So last year I started teaching at the university level. I taught one class and they didn't have me back yet. But hopefully that'll change. And then the following semester, that was the one that just wrapped up. The spring semester, I taught at a community college. Taught a, a fundamentals drawing class at a, a community college. Uh, and different experiences. And I, and I want to talk about why those are different. And also what it meant to me to be able to teach. The first, the university class I was teaching was an evening class. So what I would do <clears throat> twice a week for three hours, right? Three hours, yes. Three unit classes is six hours a week. So usually they meet twice a week. So the university class I was teaching was actually an illustration class. It was not a drawing class. So an illustration class, and that's part of the program I went through. Same school, same program. An illustration class is more conceptual. And not so much about your uh, drawing skills per se. Skills are part of the exercises and, and are definitely addressed, but it's not the, uh, the meat. The meat is about how you express your ideas visually and having ideas in the first place, which seems to be a real challenge for some people. Um, anyway, uh, that's what that was about, and that was very rewarding, different, interesting experience because it was all about the things that I sort of, I don't know, I live and breathe that stuff. I love it. I love talking about, like, visual uh, communication concepts and stuff like that. More so than, than teaching someone how to draw. So, I have to be honest, the community, uh, the, this, the university class that I was teaching was a lot more uh, cerebral in its way. Now, this fundamentals class I was teaching at the community college, and hopefully we'll be teaching again, uh, as challenging as it was, I, I would like to rise to that challenge again. Uh, a lot different. Uh, the people who are in that class are coming in a little earlier than the university class, right? Community colleges out here on the West Coast are usually for transfer. And there's a lot of uh, associations with the state university system. Uh, it's typical everywhere, but, you know, for transfer. You're basically working on your uh, lower division stuff so you can transfer in and not go to university, not pay university prices for uh, the beginning level stuff. The problem with that is the university programs are better than the one at a community college. So when you transfer in, sometimes you got a, a, a hard lessons to learn, you know, like, oh, no, I suck here, <laughs> for example. I was real good. In my community college, and I suck here. Uh, it was a lot like from going from high school, for example, to uh, to community college program. And I did all of this, so I can speak to this directly. This was the experience I had, too. 
in high school, I wasn't the best. There was a kid that was the best who I would later encounter in community college. And Oh, the feelings. Anyway, I've been over that. I was not the best in my class, but I was. I had a propensity for it, and I had an interest in it, and, and I connected with the art teacher there, and uh, and you know I was I was sort of a. It was it was a world I was comfortable in at least to a point, and and once you go into community college, and I went to community college with a very nice art program. That's the reason I chose it, and I was encouraged to go to that. And by the time I get in there, I realize, oh no, there were people from all different cities here, all different townships and whatnot here doing uh, very good work some of them with private training some of them coming from an art high school etc etc and you and you don't I didn't go to an art high school god if I had known that existed Jesus the things you don't know without the internet am I right ah the old days man anyway uh transferring in you learn a lot of hard lessons like oh I was a I was I was a, a small to medium-sized fish in a tiny pond, and here I am in a slightly larger pond, and look at these giant fish, right? That experience is repeated in the university when you transfer in, because a lot of people, maybe they went through the university program, which could be at a higher standard than the one at the community college you went to, etc., etc. So when I'm teaching this class, I'm thinking about that for these kids, you know, how are they going to feel when they go to university if they haven't been given the right skills? And the class I was teaching last semester was uh, second level. It wasn't the very first one. It was the second one. So these kids had high school drawing, I'm assuming, whatever's left of it in this fucking state. And uh, maybe, maybe they want, and, and they had the first drawing class with another instructor, and they may have had life drawing and 2D design, and there are some other fundamentals that they have to take. Since it's not their first time drawing, but the skill level I was noticing is quite low. Now, I'm not suggesting that I was at a high skill level either. So this is, you know, it is kind of nice. I gotta say this, a lot of a lot of things about being a mediocrity are uh, unpleasant and difficult and challenging, emotionally, physically, uh, and uh, spiritually, if you will. Uh, definitely challenging economically and financially. Being a mediocrity, but there is one benefit, and I learned it. And one more epiphany for the road. I learned this epiphany this year, and I needed this one. Because, God damn it, this year I've been struggling with uh, encountering my own mediocrity uh, and, 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 and making peace, you see? Which has been a theme uh, throughout the entire time I've been uh, doing this audio log. <clears throat> Coming face to face with one's mediocrity. And there's very little reward in, in mediocrity, I'll tell you that. Uh, but I found one. And this is it. If you're in a situation where you're teaching. Uh, and you realize how hard that you had to work. In order to achieve even a mediocre status as an artist. When you're teaching students who are at a very low skill level. 
you're able to understand where they're coming from. The frustrations that they encounter are a lot better than someone who may have been quote-unquote talented and may have been quote-unquote gifted, etc., etc., and maybe didn't struggle so hard with the fundamentals, you know. I'm not suggesting that anyone was lived a life without struggle. I would never suggest that. Of course not. Art is hard. They should call it odd. So that they can say there's no odd without odd. Is that not good? I love those things. Anyway, that's a Gary Buseyism, I think. Ah, uh, because it also makes no sense. Ah, uh, right. So, I, w- I am able at least to understand where these students are coming from and understand, I think, predict into their futures a lot better than someone who uh, may be just the top of the top of their class. Here's a revelation, everybody. Most of us are not at the top of our class. There's a reason why there's only one valedictorian in the graduating class. If you were to put all the valedictorians in a graduating class, you know, 500 of them or whatever, there would still only be one of them who's valedictorian. You understand? Not all of us are the cream of the crop. And it's if you start doing a little sifting, like with a flour sifter, you will find... That there's always somebody who's the best in any group, including a group of the best. What was my point there? As a as an instructor, I learn a hot lesson for myself and for these students. That most of them are not going to be very good, and that means that most of us as artists are not very good. And that means that I'm not alone. (laughs) Right? I'm not alone. There's always a best in the class, and it may not be you. Hello? Hard lessons, man. It ain't easy being a mediocrity, I'll tell you that. It's, It's rough. But it helps you be a better instructor, I think. Anyway, that was a valuable experience either way. Now, these kids is rough, man. I ain't saying it's a, it's a, uh, an inner city school district and it's a high school math class. And goddamn it, these kids don't want to have anything to do with it. I ain't saying that. Plus, they're going to stab me when I turn my back. I'm not saying any of that. But I am saying that a generation upcoming, uh, for those of you over 40, uh, you better strap in for this. It's going to be an in- Interesting experience for you, for all of us who are over 40. Because if you think you got a short attention span, guess what? These kids ain't got shit. These kids can't dedicate 60 seconds to what they're doing without getting distracted. It's going to be very difficult for them. The art of the future must have to do a lot with distraction, perhaps colored blips and whatnot. I remember they were predicting this in my generation as well with the Atari. Everybody saying, oh, kids got Pac-Man fever. They can't concentrate. There are blips all over the screen. 
My kid's playing yours, revenge all day. I can't get any sleep because of things go. I can't get any sleep. I'm dreaming of yours, revenge. Dreaming of space invaders and whatnot. I'm dreaming of the game adventure. Was there a shittier game than the game adventure? Do you guys or venture? I think it was called. Do you guys remember that thing? It was a dot. And eventually, you wander from screen to screen, and eventually there's a key. And sometimes there's something that is supposed to resemble a dragon. And that's the game. Lots of fun. <clears throat> uh, my favorite game, uh, I, as I recall, was Spy Hunter. Which was an Activision game, I believe. An off-brand. Activision was pretty great. They were pretty great. And Joust. Oh, I love Joust. Goodness gracious, I love Joust. Especially in the arcade. Because the one you got at home, eh, it was fun. But the one in the arcade, man, those graphics blow your mind. I'll tell you what. Those graphics. Those will stand the test of time. Ah, right. Anyway, kids ain't got no uh, 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 attention span. So it's difficult to teach them because art involves uh, staring at uh, uh, still objects for a long time. Uh, learning to draw observational drawing says easy. There isn't a whole lot of uh, action. <laughs> you understand? It's mostly, uh, yeah, it is the least active thing I've ever seen. Now, all the action happens in your brain and with your hands. So uh, if that's enough for you, which it used to be, uh, at least you can work up to it being enough for you. In the older days, I got impatient with it too, I understand. But kids these days, they got so little patience. I got to stop saying kids these days, man. I swear to God, when those words escape your lips, kids these days, or, you know the problem with what or what whatever these days, or, uh, back in the day, or, in my day, or... Uh, what's my favorite? Nowadays. It's not even a word. That is not a word. So when you find yourself saying a slang, like nowadays, some sort of, uh, 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 what is that, colloquial nonsense, nowadays, uh, guess what? You're an old man or a woman. Good luck. You, you've officially arrived. Nowadays. my point. The teaching, teaching the community college class uh, led me to have to go to part-time status at my, my day job. When I taught at the university, it was a night class. The uh, community college class was an all-day class. Another reason why the kids had trouble keeping their patience, because it was a long day. Uh, and I had to uh, ask my work, look, can I go to four days a week because I got this one day class and I really I need this opportunity and they said and by the way I love the way the companies always frame everything is their their extreme generosity let me tell you a short story about my company's extreme generosity Uh, a very fine woman who I work with have worked with closely in the past 
cancer. Now she's on a mend. Thank God. But cancer, everybody. Uh, guess what my fine, fine company made her do? Uh, exhaust all her sick time. And uh, work full time while she was undergoing the chemo treatments. Uh, not extend any of the paid time off for her. Uh, not So she exhausted all her vacation and all her sick time. And then began to take unpaid leave. And then they cut her unpaid leave. Because according to them, uh, we can't have people working on, with unpaid leave. Uh, so you either come back full time or you don't come back. Generosity. Corporate generosity. I'm going to repeat. Cancer. Okay. Anyway, this very generous company uh, told me, well, what we will do for you so that you can pursue this thing that's obviously very important to you outside of uh, the job that you have here. We see that you want to pursue these opportunities of another career, which is never how I framed it, but that's how they framed it. I said, I'm going to teach one class for, for about five months. And there's one day a week that I will take unpaid so that I can teach this one class for five months. What they said back to me, which when it gets regurgitated back to you, is uh, so that you can pursue uh, these other career opportunities, um, we're going to permit you to uh, become a part-time employee, lose all your benefits, <coughs> and uh, we'll give you the, the, uh, the solid Catholic blessing of being able to continue in our employ. Uh, with a, you know, decrease in, in everything else. Uh, generosity. Corporate generosity. Never forget how generous corporations can be, everybody. Never forget that. The most generous corporation in the world um, will take a 25-year veteran of their, uh, in their employ and uh, fire them over the phone and send their box home. And they probably uh, find some reason why they can't have their vacation pay. Generous. Corporations are generous. For some reason, <clears throat> when people gather together and become an organization, uh, humanity sort of falls by the wayside. Understanding, nuance, um, the ability to empathize, those things go away. Once you're organized, once, once there's an INC behind you. What is that about, everybody? All right, but I count your blessings, right? That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Count my blessings, I'm still employed for the time being because the, uh, the teaching is never, uh, as an adjunct teacher, you're never uh, guaranteed anything at all. It's one class, you know. It comes and goes. And if registration falls, drops, if I can't fill a class with my uh, uh, engaging personality, 
uh, they, they will cut the class and I won't have any employment for that period of time. Count your blessings. Anyway, this was a long way of saying I'm transitioning out of that fucking job. Not the teaching. The corporation. I want to say one thing about the corporation that I work for. They make an ethical product. And that's why I work here. And I've wanted to work here. Uh, I think I'll go into that next time. But I actually sacrificed something to come work here. And I wanted to be part of an organization that produced the kind of thing that we produce. Which I'm not going to go into and I know I've been vague about for, for obvious reasons. But they do something that benefits the world. And uh, in a minor way, of course. But they have lost their way along um, uh, uh, through the years. And it becomes something that I cannot be part of anymore. And it's one of the reasons why I started teaching. Other than the uh, happenstance. And another reason why I'm going to graduate school. And, and going to pursue something completely different. And now for something completely different. Right. Um, yeah, okay, that's that, that's that, and that, that's that. So, uh, all right. This is Lenny D'Angelo, continuing on uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the paradigm shift that I'm in currently in the process of, 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 of reconciling. Okay. All right.